the Lord be with you. Some people say that the most important question in life is, does God exist? But there is an even more important question that I want to take up today, and that is the question, do you know the God that exists? As it is the clear, undeniable, unmistakable message of the Bible that, that through Jesus Christ, you and I can know, we can enter into a personal, intimate relationship with God. I want to read to you the opening words of the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. And then I skip down to verse 14. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. John's Gospel calls Jesus the Word because, because it is the nature of God as Word to want to express himself, to, to want to reveal himself to you and me. You see, God wants you to know him, to be in personal relationship with him. In the beginning, God was expressing himself. He was revealing himself as the word, the creator, making himself known to his creature. And then, then a few verses down, our, our text says, and the word became flesh and lived among us. Now, that is a powerful statement. And the word became flesh. I mean, it would be one thing for the text to say, and, and, and the word became human, but, but, but it says rather, and the word became flesh. Because you see, in the Bible, the term flesh, well, it's a, it's a loaded word as, as flesh speaks of humanity in all of its weakness, in our vulnerability, our temptations, our suffering. Well, compare, for instance, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 24, where it says that all flesh is like grass and its glory like the flower of grass. So the word flesh suggests in the Bible, it, it, it suggests all the struggles and pain of our human condition that Jesus, the Son of God, he takes on himself, it says, and the word became flesh and lived among us. And, you know, that, that gets me to thinking about the old spiritual that sings, nobody knows the trouble I've seen, nobody knows but Jesus. I think that sometimes I am so eager to tell people that Jesus, the word, that, that, that he's fully God, that I forget to tell them that he's also fully human. That, that, that means that there sits at the right hand of God today someone who became like us so that he can act on our behalf. Our text continues as it says, and the word became flesh and lived among us and we have seen his glory 
the glory as of a father's only son. I, I, I would say here that it means that Jesus is the spitting image of God the Father. So that Jesus can say, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. John's gospel says that we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. That, that, that is his glory, that he is full of grace and truth. We read on. No one has ever seen God. It is, it is God, the only son, who is close to the father's heart, who has made him known. The Son of God comes, it says, he comes from close to the Father's heart. And what that means is that Jesus, he, he can reveal the Father to us. He can explain the Father to us. He reveals what the Father is like, whether he's being born in a manger or dying on a criminal's cross, praying, Father, forgive them. That is the Father's heart revealed to us. C.S. Lewis said that he wanted to prevent people from saying the really, well, the really foolish thing that we often hear people saying this time of year, where, where they say, you know, I'm, I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but, but then they don't accept his claim to be the son of God. And Lewis says, well, that's, that's the one thing that, that they must not say, that a man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said, well, he would, he would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic or else he would be the devil of hell. One of my favorite TV programs is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Perhaps you've seen it. It was first on TV way back in 1965. But, but in the story, Charlie Brown, he's, uh, he's feeling depressed and he can't figure out why he is depressed, what with all the Christmas joy and celebration. And, and the program works up to the conclusion with Charlie asking, anybody, anybody know what Christmas is about? And, and then we see little Linus with his, with his blanket and Linus says, well, he, he knows what Christmas is about. And, and then Linus begins reading the words of the angel to the shepherds. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. I began today with life's most important question. Not, not, not does God exist, but do you know the God who exists? And we can know him. We, we can come into a close personal relationship with him through Jesus Christ, his son, who came to be one of us, that he might make us sons and daughters of God to be loved even as Jesus is loved by the Father. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thanks for listening. Until next time.